This is Move Out the Way with Alicia Lee and Angelina Rosario. This podcast was created to clear your path and balance your mind, body, and soul. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to MOTW. This is Alicia. And I'm here with Angelina. Hey, everyone. (laughs) We are reporting live from LA and Miami and really excited to have you here today. So thank you for tuning in to another episode. Yes. Uh, we're excited about this one, Alicia. You know, we we haven't had a conversation about love, really. And I know it's a topic a lot of people are interested in. I'm personally interested in. I love love. People joke around. They call me J-Lo. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Talk about it, Alicia. Let's and talk about love. Go ahead, Alicia. <laughs> today's episode, we are interviewing our first married couple, our first couple Ooh. on the show. So. Yeah, this is really special. We have Jelani Jenkins and Stephanie Wilson on the show. And Jelani is a former NFL linebacker for the Miami Dolphins. Hey! And listening. Hey. <laughs> I actually... Yeah, we're we're both from Miami. I cheered for the Miami Dolphins, but Jelani was on the team after I cheered. And so pretty cool crossover because we realized (laughs) that uh, one of his teams was actually my team and our Miami ties. So we're real excited to have him and everyone in Miami should be excited to have him on the show. But Jelani is now a performance and mindset coach and a public speaker, and he's really obsessed with all things regarding human potential. He's extremely passionate about creating transformation in individuals who are looking for peace, purpose, and fulfillment in their personal and professional life. And his wife, Stephanie, is joining us on this episode. And Stephanie Wilson is a yoga instructor, an intuitive healer, and an astrologer. So she's really intentional in sharing her authentic self in hopes of transforming others, both spiritually and physically. So we are so excited to have this beautiful couple joining us today to talk about all things love, spirituality, and personal growth. Yes. And you know, I always say it's like my favorite quote, success leaves clues. So with, we already know, right? This is, the divorce rate is so high to to find a couple that are happily married, that are aligned with their core values, and we get to speak to them. That's what makes me really excited about this episode. Yeah, I'm excited. So let's let's dive into it. Let's 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 go with Jelani and Stephanie. All right. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah, we're excited. Right, so, no you know, question. it's our first time talking about relationships on mm-hmm. our podcast. So we're really ecstatic about that. And many of the things that Alicia and I and our audience talk about is about being whole. Where were you in your walk or in your life when you met Jelani? It was my senior year at Hampton. And it was my first time being 100% single. Um, and it was like very an intentional. I was intentionally single. Um, because I think before then I had kind of been in like relationships and situationships that just weren't fulfilling. And so, um, you know, tell you a nickname back then. Oh, you know, that, early? that early. Keep going in. Keep going in. So, <laughs> 30 minutes. We got to get it all in. Right. Okay. So, my nickname was Slutty Boy. It was just like, you know, just the energy that I was just like, yeah, like that's just what we're on right now. And um, <laughs> it was ironic because I hadn't had sex at the time. And so, it was just like, I wasn't um, aligned with who. I am now. And Mm -hmm. so um, that was just my first time being like, you know what? 
I'm just going to be single. And then um, we were introduced. So it was kind of, it wasn't planned. Like I wasn't looking for a relationship, let alone a husband. And it just worked out. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. this is, a, I'm going to ask you, Jelani, because you're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what were you in your walk I, when um, you guys met? So I was actually training for the combine, uh, for the NFL, the NFL combine. And for me, you know, I had fun in college. I really was transitioning into a point. I knew that, you know, there was a possibility that I'd be making money and be kind of perceived in this light. So I actually was looking, pursuing somebody to settle down with. And I wanted to really meet somebody before I got the accolades um, cause I wanted somebody to be there for the right reasons. Um, and I heard so many stories of people not being there for the right reasons. Um, and, and just on a spiritual level, I think I ultimately was at a space where, um, I was injured going into the combine. I was injured. And so I was in a space where I was really just asking God for a lot of the resources that I need to get to where I want to go. And I knew that having somebody by my side and keeping me like not, uh, keeping me focused, not trying to go out in a club and, 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 you know, be unfocused. I knew that somebody as a partner would be very important for me as I move forward. So that's where I was. Okay. This tells us a lot, Alicia. Yeah, We've heard this a lot that. about how two people, obviously individually, they're whole. And it sounds like it. We just heard it, yeah. right? That you guys were both seeking someone, but but okay, seeking someone, but that was also aligned with your core values. That's mm-hmm. what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. So at what point, and I guess this is your journey. So where are you guys now in your spiritual journey? Feeling good. Feeling great. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. We, we just, we just saged the room before we got on here. So we, <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, nah, we're, she, you know, Stephanie, she does the yoga um, and I'm heavily into meditation. I think that we complement each other really well in that sense where, you know, not a lot of our conversations are surface level. We're rarely talking about what's happening and trending on the news. We're constantly and almost to a fault because I, I can sometimes get a little bit too etherical in my Piscean way. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we were able to have that conversation. I think that's also what drew me closer to her was that I love having the deep, deep conversations. You know what I mean? What do you think? What do you think about life? What do you think about you know, what's, what happens next, this twin flame, soul flame thing that we met in other lives. Like that's the conversations that we, we have. Mm. So mm, that's deep. That's so that's deep. deep. So, so Stephanie, did you know right away when you met Jelani that he was going to be your husband? Was there a feeling? Oh, no, I was very like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> he, it was funny because I remember he, um, we were on the phone one day and he was like, yeah, the next relationship I get into, you know, that's going to be my wife. And I was like, okay, like, that's cute. And I was just very like, um, I, I wasn't, I wasn't looking for a husband. Like I wasn't searching for a partner. I mean, not to say I wasn't searching for a partner, but I wasn't, I don't know. I was just in a space of just openness and receiving openness. what was going to come. She wasn't needy. That's yeah. Was. Yeah. You were, yeah. you were open and ready to receive it, but you weren't searching and going crazy for you yeah. you allowed it to happen yeah because I'd already done that I already like looked for you know whatever I was looking for and attracted that and so um he was definitely more you know um pushing that 
the marriage and just like us becoming, you know, official. And I was just at each point in our relationship was like, okay, I guess it's time. Like, Mm. here we are. Yeah. You just let it unfold. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) And, And Jelani, how did you know that Stephanie was the woman you wanted to marry? I think ultimately I just, like I said, I met her at Slutty Boy Wilson. So <laughs> <laughs> that was my like Instagram and yeah. No, very shortly I changed it, but <laughs> but it if I have just... to ask why, <laughs> did I change it or why was I that? No, no, no. I thank goodness you changed it. Oh. Why did you... <laughs> <laughs> it was just a. I was just in college and I was like, I was listening to a Fat Trail song. Mm. It was S B S B and it stood for Slutty Boy and I was like, yeah. <laughs> That's that's the energy I'm on right now. <laughs> she 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 always carried that like nice balance between like ratchet and spiritual, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, that's a great balance. Good yeah. job. That's what we're talking about. Exactly. Yeah, it's like the whole spectrum, you know, because I think it, later in life it's easy to um, you know relate to this version of me, but I you know I appreciate you know my roots and where I came from and just like I like to be able to relate to everybody and not just cutting off a piece of me and like being ashamed of who I was or not being like, Oh, well, I don't do that anymore. And like, there's certain things I don't do anymore, but I don't want to come off as if I'm judging someone else for living their life and where they are in their journey. Mm. Mm, that's, that beautiful. Yeah. that's beautiful. <laughs> I think, and I think ultimately um, when I first met her, I just saw like the depth of her. I saw that there was a lot more depth to, to her than, you know, what, to the to the Instagram name, um, and we had really good conversation. I, I think one of the main things I saw early on was she met my closest guy friends early um, at my draft party, and I just remember she just fit in so well. There was no I've been in relationships where like I've been around my guy friends, and you know the girls is all up on your arm, not really interact with anybody, but she was like carrying a conversation and just like one of us. I mean, mm-hmm. she was just always down to earth and, and cool and um, just fit right in. So I think ultimately I knew like she would be, you know, long-term for yeah. sure. Aww. Mm-hmm. If you guys could see them looking at each other right now. <laughs> it is so beautiful. I'm like, this is so beautiful because I, I think, you know, it wasn't one of our questions here, but I think we've heard this whole thing. It's like, you just know. Yeah. And it's a knowing feeling. You just know, you don't know when it's going to unfold, but you just know when you meet the person. It sounds like that's what happened when you guys came into each other's life. Yeah. And you didn't get easy. in the way. You allowed it to unfold, which yeah. I feel like a lot of us tend to do that. The name of our podcast is Move Out the Way because we're always getting in our own way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so it sounds like you really, and Stephanie, you, you touched on it. You just allowed it to happen yeah. and yeah. let things unfold. Yeah, yeah well, for sure. Before we go into the next subject, I want to make sure that our audience is listening to this because, Steph, a lot of women thinking that they can just date around and they're going to actually find the one or, you know, I'm a big believer that the, the one finds you. And so hearing this, what you what you said, you were living your life. You intentionally, it wasn't by accident, you intentionally said, I'm no longer going to be dating people who are, no, or are not aligned with who I am. And I'm going to just live life and and do me. And obviously the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, rewarded you. Yeah. So that's beautiful. And I want to make sure because that's a lot and that's a great nugget to leave behind. Like just move out the way, live in life, live your life and be intentional. So yeah, good stuff. Amen to that. I'm on this. I'm on this intentional, intentionally single journey. I love it. 
Abraham yeah, Hicks got us like, mm-hmm. Yo. <laughs> right? She put, she put me on to Abraham Hicks, actually. Yeah. Oh, Abraham is the best, is the best. Amazing. Yes. So our next topic, yeah, we want to dive into our next topic with you guys as awesome. well. Cool. It's all about wellness. So, Jelani, I'm going to start with you this time. Okay. Can you share some of your wellness practices that you're currently doing? So I, I meditate very often. Um, I try to do it every day, you know, if not every other day. But ultimately, meditation has been like the best thing for me. Um, and then also, I need to get back into it. But journaling was very helpful for me early on in my journey. I need to get back into it. But just getting stuff off of your mind and, and onto a piece of paper, so allowing just clearing up that space for creativity to flow has been really helpful. Um, but mainly meditation. You know, meditation has been huge. There's different forms of meditation. What type of meditation do you do? So for me, I would say it's like sensory awareness meditation. So that usually I'm like, so if we have five senses, usually I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm going to tap into either something that I hear and I'll just try to focus on that um, and just be very present with whatever's happening in the moment. Um, so I, I've heard people call it differently, different things, but I would call it like sensory awareness kind of meditation. And then also visualization. So I'm, when it comes to the, the life that I want to create, the life that I want, you know, ultimately our family to be a part of just visualizing that and experiencing it like in a real way in my mind to the point where I get really happy and grateful because of it. Um, you know how it is. I have to see you over there. Mm. Not in your head. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's important. It's important. Um, yeah. Those are the main ones. Yeah. I think there's, there's a couple of different meditations that I've learned over the years that I'll tap into. Uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza. I don't know oh, if y'all heard amazing. of him. Yeah. yeah he's he, amazing. I love him. I'm on YouTube. I'll be like, next, next. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. I, I learned this meditation where he takes you through the chakras and the energy mm-hmm. centers and you go from like the root chakra all the way to the mm-hmm. crown, just with your uh, awareness. And like, it's like a expansive mm-hmm. kind of um, awareness. So there, there I kind of, I switch it up because I do get bored with things pretty quickly. So I, I try to keep it <laughs> diverse. How did you discover meditation? How did it become part of your wellness practice? Yeah, I actually discovered yoga first, and that happened when I was playing football. And really, yoga be- was something that originally I wanted to help me get flexible and, um, you know, help prevent injuries. But that's when I learned, like, how powerful it is to breathe through, like, the stressful positions. So yoga actually came first. And then meditation, once I stopped playing football, was something that helped me with kind of the, the anxious, the anxiety that I was feeling, at like transitioning careers. And I, I don't know exactly what got me doing it first. I think I got headspace and kind of got into the rhythm of it and ultimately started watching Ralph Smart <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> and he was, I think, ultimately just kind of got into the rhythm of it and I found it helped me out a lot. Well, you two, Amazing, yeah. Well, (laughs) Stephanie, I want to ask you the same question. So what type of wellness practices do you do? Um, I would say the two biggest ones are journaling, which is also something I need to, like, get back into, and um, yoga. I think um, yoga, I, I don't necessarily like working out, like, 
doing a workout tape or anything. So yoga, it allows me to kind of create my own mm-hmm. flow and my own, you know, um, positions. And I just, I feel more in tuned when I can like put on headphones and then just go in a zone. And um, I think those would be like my top two. And then with like journaling, I can, so I'm like really into astrology. So um, just seeing where like the moon is and like relationship in relation to, you know, how I'm feeling and just allowing, you know, um, my thoughts in the universe to kind of just intertwine on paper and just free flow and see whatever comes out and not really judge it and just be like, okay. Next, yeah. you know, close the page. And- uh, that's good. I think <laughs> that's it. one of the beauties of, of a journaling practice is when you just kind of free write and then mm-hmm. you go back and you look at it, subconsciously things will come out and you're like, oh, wow, I did not mm. even realize that. So yeah. it can be a powerful tool for sure. Yeah. I was doing these morning pages for a little while. I forgot what book I oh, read, yeah. but you had the morning pages where you just... For like five minutes, just write right. and, and try your mm-hmm. best not to have your analytical mind get in the way. Yeah. Just go. Mm-hmm. So that helped out a lot, too. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. love that. We're going to play a little fill in the blank here. We'll start with you, Jelani. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and just fill in the blank for me, okay? okay? Meditation has blank. Meditation has incredible, incredible, incredible benefits. <laughs> that's the first thing that came to mind i love that go okay. with that yeah, we're, go, we're gonna go with that and uh-huh. stephanie stephanie for you meditation has blank meditation has allowed me to connect with my inner self mm. Beautiful. See, she mm. just went deeper on me. That's so yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. There's balance in this relationship. Yeah. This is good. This is good. You balance each other out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, our whole show, I think Alicia mentioned, is that about moving out of our own way. Can you guys think about, and I'll start since Steph just answered, Jelani, um, a time in your life where you you felt that you were getting in your own way? Yeah, I, I feel it happening even now to this day. I, I think I've always been like a, have a, had a perfectionist mindset and it's been something that helped me out in my sport, you know, a lot in terms of like knowing there's a weakness, knowing that there's something I don't like about what I did on field and like knowing how to practice that and get to the point where I mastered. I think that I've gotten in my own way um, in the past, just before just trusting myself to take the step, trying my best to, uh, perfect something you know in hopes that I don't get disappointed later on in hopes that you know I don't uh, or fear of judgment fear of how somebody's going to take it Um, so I think overthinking has been something that I've constantly had to work on and I've gotten in my way a bit um, instead of just trusting you know my heart's intuition really relying on and my analytical side too much you know so I would say that's how I get in the way Mm-hmm. Okay. I see. And see, see, see you know, I have a feeling you guys balance each other. I can't wait for her answer. Go ahead, Steph. <laughs> um, I think with him, like I get in my own way when it comes to our relationship. Like, you know, he's very he'll want to talk something out, and you know, he doesn't like to go to bed angry. And I'm like, oh, I just need to sleep it off. And <laughs> he, um, so I think I've been learning, you know, as we grow, just kind of. Uh, allowing my pride to just like put it to the side and, um, you know, listen to him and allow him to allow his advice 
to um, benefit me and um, not be so prideful that, you know, I don't want to talk or that. Um, I love I, that. <laughs> I mean, I'm working on it. So it's definitely like a, a process. And every time I'm like, okay, like I know I, I'm ready to talk, but I don't want to admit that I'm ready to talk. And so it's just very much like just, taking those practices that, you know, I, t- I spoke about earlier and actually using them so that we can move forward and not yeah. be stuck in a space of just like, that's just not, it doesn't benefit either one of us. Yeah. Wow. I love, I love hearing just the growth conversation and seeing this dynamic with you two. This is incredible. This yeah. is really, yeah. So thank really you for special. being authentic yeah. and vulnerable on this conversation because oh, yeah. we are all learning. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Move out the way yes. podcast has become our therapy. It's right. Like, yes. therapy <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. You guys are being recorded. So if anything happens, we can, we can play back and be like, no, that's what you said. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. yeah, I'm definitely. recorded. I'm repeating right that whole monologue. I'm, I'm, we're going we're gonna to put that somewhere we can see it every day. I love it. I love it. Uh, That's so good. Dive into career. Jelani, can you touch a little bit on your career in the NFL? So I played five years, four years with the Dolphins. So I was in Miami for four years. And then... Woo! Go Dolphins! Up, yeah. Miami proud. Miami Inside. Dolphins. Miami, Miami Dolphins. Dolphins. <laughs> Uh, I still got love for Miami. Hopefully, um, you guys were yeah. winning when you were there. Uh, <laughs> the struggle no was real. Yeah, it was real. Um, so yeah, yeah I, I had a really, I had a cool career with the Dolphins, then ended up with the Raiders and Texans for my last year. And I mean, it was definitely a dream come true. And I, I miss a lot of things about it. I definitely miss like the the people, the camaraderie in the locker room, the the trips on the away games where we're just, you know, watching movies and talking trash and all those good stuff. So that was fun. Um, and injuries were a big part of me. Ended up um, helping the transition out of there um, along with politics and a lot of other things. But I really found my uh, found myself being pulled away my last year into something bigger and better. Well, this is so. a good segue because I was going to ask you this. I am right now reading Phil, uh, Phil Jackson's book, Eleven Rings. Mm. And I'm only in chapter five, so I'm in the beginning. But one of the things that I'm taking away so far that nothing happens by accident from mm. the moment you're born to now. So even now talking about your career, yeah, it's at least our belief that it all led you here, right? So how do you think that your career have impact on what you're doing now? I think it had a lot of impact. You know, I'm a performance and mindset coach now. And growing up as a child playing football, my father was really a huge supporter of me in the sense that he was like training my mind in a lot of ways. And we would be watching tapes of Muhammad Ali over and over again. And like, he would be like yelling affirmations from the sideline. Like you can't be stopped. They can't stop you. Every time you touch the ball, you're supposed to score. So affirmations and like the power of your mind was something I was taught early and like belief in self. And I always, because of that, I I use that, from a performance standpoint to like help me out in football. Um, But once I left the league, I started using those same techniques and realized how much they help out with, you know, emotional healing and um, spiritual spirituality, just, you know, how power, how powerful our mind is and how powerful our words are and how we speak to ourselves, 
how our self-talk is and how it affects our relationships, how it affects our emotions and how it affects our relationship with the universe and God. Um, so ultimately, I think from a very young age, I, I like to give a lot of thanks to my parents because they, they instilled in me like that there was more to life than football. I knew that I always wanted to go use football for bigger and better things. And so I think that's why I was confident leaving the NFL and transitioning because I knew that there was, this was always just like the step to something else. Mm. Yeah, football beautiful. is one of the vehicles yeah. to get you to where you are now. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about mindset coaching and this new career that you've transitioned into. Yeah. So it's something I'm excited about. I'm very early on in my career with mindset coaching, but I'm actually in a research process and I'm meeting a lot of people and talking to them just about specifically like entrepreneurs and professionals talking to them about, you know, how difficult has it been to transition into, you know, your purposeful life, your purposeful career, and what are the things that are holding you back? And, you know, when I look back at the things that helped me get to the point where I'm at, mindset is something that has been just, it's, it's been everything. So what I really want to do is help people, entrepreneurs, high achievers, professionals, athletes, really tap into the power that they have within them, um, by teaching them, you know, the power of meditation, teaching them how to, you know, be aware of the limiting thought patterns, the limiting beliefs and learning how to, you know, reprogram your subconscious mind to be able to do things that you never knew you could do. Um, and so ultimately, that's what the mindset coaching thing is about, is helping people to see a version of themselves that they didn't know existed and leveraging that to, like, motivate them and push them to do and move and actually pursue like their dream, pursue their life's goal, their, their whatever they want in life and, and feel empowered ultimately that they can create it. You know, that it's not something out there that's going to stop them back. I mean, hold them back, but themselves and what they think they're capable of. So I think that's ultimately like just the passion that comes behind it from the experience I had growing up. And no, Dropping so many gems I, right now. I love it. <laughs> you said growing up, and I'm going to reference Phil Jackson again, because he mentioned also in the book at a very young age, he knew that there was something deeper and that he didn't know at the time that it was spirituality. We didn't know what to call it at that time. But he knew as he was going on his journey, his career, that there was more than just the, you know, MBA Mm-hmm. Which you know he implemented a lot of those of uh, yeah. I guess med- yeah his practices into his game, mm-hmm. but he had a moment when he was a child that it sounds maybe very woo woo because at the you know he he was sick and he felt something come out of his body and mm-hmm. sorry for our audience that feels that's like strange but hey this is Phil Jackson he won eleven rings <laughs> success leads clues follow it he's doing something right <laughs> he's doing yeah. something right. right so I'm not mad at it. It was there a point, and and think about that as well, Stephanie, as we're asking Jelani, was there a point in your life, even as a child, that you knew, wow, I'm more than just this human or this physical being? Yeah, I, I think a lot of it was intuitive. I know one of the things that, again, I'll bring up my father. One of the things we used to do as as children, I mean, as when I was a child, we would go out in the middle of the night. Um, we would throw football around for a little bit, but then we would kind of jog around the neighborhood at night. And I don't know if you remember the scene from Lion King after, she laughed, <laughs> after, uh, after Simba got in trouble 
you know, when he was messing around with the hyenas and his pop took him out in the middle of the night and said, you know, you don't ever have to worry. You know, your ancestors are always watching. All the kings that have come before you are watching you and will always be here with you no matter what happens to me. My dad, we would have conversations like that as we were walking. He'd be like, you know, look over there in the trees. You know, look, you feel the wind. This is all God. You know, he, he was telling me that at a young age. So I think ultimately those experiences and then also like the affirmation that he used to tell me all the time was um, God is in you, through you, for you and with you. Mm-hmm. And where there's God, there's no imperfection. So I always I always believed at a young age that, you know, that there was that I was covered, you know, that God was in me and like pushing me and whatever I was doing. And so I, I think ultimately those experiences were the ones that helped me truly believe that like we there's a higher power um, behind all this and working. That's beautiful. That is so wow. Good. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> Stephanie, you ready for us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you know? Oh, I mean, I, I'm guessing I'm going to take you back. I heard about your Instagram profile now. So I'm guessing you weren't a yoga instructor then. Nah. <laughs> I wasn't so, there yet. Just, just so y'all know, we I, I have a nickname too that came later on as Naughty Neptune. So it's Naughty no, Neptune guys, and Slutty Boy. You too. Wow. <laughs> you too. You were meant to be. Yeah. No, we all have our history, which is making fun of you guys. Fun. God knows. Don't take me back to my childhood. Um, so... I tell, I guess that, you know, because our question was, were you always a yoga instructor? And as we were talking, we realized you, you probably not. So <laughs> when did you transition into a yoga instructor? Um, so I started practicing probably in 2017. Um, but I think even before then, what I, th- I guess like that moment that um, like things shifted was probably like 2016. Um, Jelani broke up with me, and oh, that I was know. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I know about that. That gets our attention. God yeah, gets our attention. You know. Wow. And so up until then, I was just like kind. I was very like reactive. I wasn't really reflective. And if I was, it would be like journaling. And when I look back now, I was like, ooh, I was angry. Um, (laughs) So um, I was very reactive. And um, I think he had gone back to D.C. and visited his family. And I was just on just bullshit, like just unnecessary energy coming from me. And he came back and uh, was just tired. He was tired. And I remember he broke up with me in such a loving way. And like he had like it was he he had like he he was so we were uh, at UF. I was getting my master's degree and he would come back every semester um, well for two semesters to get his undergrad degree. And uh, he left and he um, left like. It was like chocolate or some some like of my favorite candy like at the door and it was just like gone, like just dipped. And I was like, oh, so it wasn't like, you know, we broke up and it was just this like all this anger behind it. It was just like, you know, I love you, but I love myself enough to know like you're not we're not meshing really well right now. And um, that was the first time I ever been broken up with. And I was like, whoa, what is going on? <laughs> this is new. I don't like it. 
And so <laughs> I remember he went to Miami to like start the season again. And I got in my car and I drove down there and I was like, now we got to talk it out. Like we got to like, I can't just like, this is the best thing that's happened to me. And he's just leaving. And so um, that really just like kind of clicked, like, you know, you'll lose something um, you'll lose someone who is here to, you know, help you and challenge you and help you grow if you don't, you know, get your stuff together. So that kind of prompted me to like start my own journey and um, just figure out like, okay, what, what, what's up? And um, so that was in 2016. And I think that just like really got me into astrology and just like figuring out like, okay, yes, you are a Scorpio, but like, what does that mean? And so just kind of, I wanted to learn more about myself and I chose astrology um, as a way to do that. And then um, like that then brought me into yoga and then, um, you know, learning yoga kind of brought me into just like learning more about herbs and plants and like natural living and just different ways that um it just was a mindset shift um so yeah but wow so the breakup yeah yeah is what drove you oh wow the breakup (laughs) drove you into the career that you're in now Mm -hmm. wow Yeah. yeah yeah We get it. <laughs> yeah, we got it. She wrote you, yeah, you know, about it. Yeah. Wow. yeah she, my book is called Thank You for Walking Away. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. My ex my ex-boyfriend yeah. also broke up with me. And but obviously we didn't get back together. But I also didn't drive and then I mean that could have been I usually just like change my hair, but yeah. you know <laughs> career, hair, same difference, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I learned in, in the book I talk about this stuff. I, I truly believe that those are those pivotal moments that has to happen to kids out of that comfort zone into evolve because I truly that's where my spirituality journey started for me. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, that's why I thank them in a very loving way, mm-hmm. because if it wasn't for that breakup, I, I wouldn't even be the woman I am today. Like mm-hmm. we wouldn't be having this podcast right now. So mm-hmm. wow. it's interesting when you say that, I was like, Oh girl, no, we get it. God mm-hmm. knows how to get us, get us on point. Yeah. So yeah. the only thing it sounds like, it sounds like, and I could be wrong. Jelani was kind of on that path already, probably didn't know what it was. And so, you know, they say evenly yoke, God was trying to get you there. So you got Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's was, beautiful. I was in my own way. Yeah. yeah. You were in your own way. <laughs> yeah. That's beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. And you've been sharing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Jelani, the fact that you've been such a great, you know, support system and teacher for Stephanie, that's really yeah. cool to see you guys evolve to where you are now together. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And she and she's taught me so many different things as well on a spiritual standpoint. I mean, just with astrology, but also like to, um, you know, accept all parts of yourself. Mm-hmm. I think there was a lot of aspects of me that I didn't like spending time in, like my fears and all those things. I was so used to kind of seeing the optimism and just being on that high vibration, but not necessarily dealing with some of the things that I didn't even know I needed to deal with. Um, and she's, you know, she she could pick at it. You know, she could, she could mm. see it and in a, in a beautiful way. Um, and just allow she she helped me to um, to truly like accept all aspects of myself. Um, Would you I say she helped more. you become more vulnerable in that sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, more vulnerable and just um, just being more comfortable 
in that space. Like, like she said, sometimes, you know, we may have like a, a sort of dark cloud on the way to bed and I'll try to get out of it. You know what I mean? Keep it, keep it light, keep the flow going. But she helped me be comfortable in learning from that space of being angry and learning from that space of being frustrated or, or sad, you know, instead of trying to hurry up and get out of it, I, I've learned to kind of sit with it and breathe with it. And it. yeah, and it's helped out a lot. And it's helped me also sort of relate to others who are feeling that, you know, instead of like always high vibe, this is, you know, mm-hmm. this is what, you, you know, what, it, what a spiritual, well, this is what it would sound like. I'm able to now relate in an even deeper level because I've spent more time in those spaces of being hurt and, and different things like that. Mm. You know, so she helped me with that. We can feel these feelings. feelings. We feel these feelings. Because it just sounds like both of you guys put your guards down. And this is just a prompt, you know, impromptu question right now. For you to what tip would you give our audience for, you know, to, to have a healthy relationship? I would say don't try not to take things personal. Like, um, I think I think when I would be upset or be angry or feel I would feel something. Um, I think at one point Jelani would feel like he did something and it was his fault or, you know, he had to be the one to fix it. And it's like, you can't fix my pain. Like I'm the only one who can do that. So don't try to, you know, we can talk as much as you want, but if I'm not willing to actually do the work, there's nothing you can do. Mm. So I think we have to like, in even me, like I can't take, if I say something, um, you know, rude or disrespectful or something that triggers him or he says something that triggers me, like I can't take it personal because it's like, that's, you know, that's your pain and you're, you're projecting it onto me. That's not my issue. So it's just, you know, not, not being so attached to, um, not to say what the other one has to say, but just, just not, don't yeah. take it personal. Don't, yeah. take, don't take it personal. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's good. I agree. Yeah, that, that's a huge one. I think also um, what's really helped us is not necessarily like controlling one another, but instead just like providing a space for the other's growth, you know, just providing a safe space for each other to grow, like in all of our imperfections and all of our things that we need to work on um, individually, just having mercy, you know, and, and just, providing a safe space for each other to mess up. And like she said, not taking it personal. Like if if she's having a bad day or if I'm having a bad day, um, allowing, not judging it, but just allowing each other to, to grow out of that and Mm. providing that space. It's the safe space is allowed for growth to happen um, and and continued growth. So. Oh, you guys, that is so good. It makes, I want to, actually quote one of my uh, favorite writers now and with what you guys just said it reminded me and so I don't know if you're familiar with Young Pueblo but he's incredible I will send you stuff on As him Alchemist? but no. um no he's he's a young writer out of New York and no. so he he basically said recently that when two people embrace their imperfections and commit to growing into better versions of themselves it will naturally enhance the happiness they share in the relationship yeah. and i feel like that was exactly what you guys just spoke about which is 
so beautiful. He's amazing. Yeah. He speaks my soul. I'll send you guys his info. <laughs> please. Yeah, please do. <laughs> We're big readers and we love to hear from our guests just the most impactful book you've ever read. So if you guys want to share with us. Yeah. Um, Ch- Transformers by Jacqueline Small hmm. is one of the all-time favorites. Um, A New Earth, Eckhart Tolle. Yes. And then Becoming Supernatural, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Mm, good. Top three. Yeah. Um, and I will say The Alchemist. Um, yeah, my favorite. <laughs> yeah, that was, and, and I have read A New Earth and I've read, you know, Transformers, but I was, I was telling Jelani earlier, The Alchemist was the first book. And like probably the only book that I've actually finished because I get, I'll be so inspired by like, you know, a book. And then I'm like, oh, I'm done. I'm just going to change my life. Like, I don't need to read the rest. And <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> like, I got everything I needed. Right. <laughs> I am a quick learner. I I'm got dead. it. Chapter two. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Got it. You know? <laughs> So I love I, it. That the is Alchemist. so real, though. That is so real. <laughs> mm-hmm. The Alchemist is the only one I actually finished. So I'm like, okay, I have to go with this one because like, I actually know the ending and like <laughs> all of it. <laughs> I love that book. Yes. Uh, it's, it's a classic. Like the story mm-hmm. of Santiago is incredible and mm-hmm. one of my favorites as well. Love yeah. that. It's really good. Would you guys Do like you guys to close us one? out with a quote? Yeah. So one of, uh, one of my favorite quotes, magic is a mindset. Short and sweet. Um yeah, to me it just means it just, you know, we're capable of more than we can imagine, you know, with the right mindset. Love it. Beautiful. Love that. Um, I actually it's not my original quote, but my friend she actually told me about it, or it is Love Brought You Here. And mm. so I think that. Um, sometimes, you know, like love can be masked as fear and it can, you know, take so many different transformations and forms. But at the end of the day, no matter where you are in life, like whether you were born or, um, you know, struggling or whatever you're going through, like love brought you to this point. Mm -hmm. And so when you tap back into that, it's like, okay, even if you're feeling down or you're extremely excited, it's just like, you know, love brought you here. So... We're going to have to bring you guys back on. This yeah. was so good. Oh, yes. my God. Really great. You. This was awesome. Thank you. Um, so Jelani and Stephanie, you know, we're so grateful to have you on this show. Thank you so much. We will leave all your information in our show notes. So if you want to follow them on Instagram, check them out. We will make sure to leave that on there. But do you want to shout your Instagram handles anyways to the yeah. show? Yeah, for sure. Mine is at Mighty King Jenkins. For Instagram. Um, you can also check out my YouTube. So YouTube.com slash Jelani Jenkins 44. My Instagram is at Hue of My Thoughts. I am no longer slutty boy. So. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> that won't be me. You can't find it on there. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much. And we hope everyone enjoyed this episode of MOTW. And we will see you guys soon. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.